The Holy Gospel according to St. John, chapter 17. I have made your name known to those who you gave me from the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything you have given me is from you. For the words that you gave to me I have given to them, and they have received them and are known in the truth that I have come from you and that they have believed that you sent me. I am asking on their behalf. I'm not asking on behalf of the world, but on behalf of those whom you gave me, because they are yours. All mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I have been glorified in them. Now I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them in your name that you have given me, so that they may become one as we are one. While I was with them, I protected them in your name that you have given me. I guarded them, and not one of them was lost except the one destined to be lost, so that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you, and I speak these things in the world so that they may have my joy made complete in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them because they do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. I am not asking you to take them out of the world, but I ask you to protect them from the evil one. They do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you have sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself, so that they also may be sanctified in truth. The Gospel of the Lord. Let us pray. Lord, you are with us. You pray for us daily. Let us live in that prayer. Amen. Today's Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day when we honor moms. Did you know that we learn many things from our mothers? My mother taught me about religion. She used to say, you better pray that that comes out of the carpet. My mother taught me about medicine. If you don't stop crossing your eyes, you're going to freeze in that way. My mother taught me how to be a contortionist. Will you look at the dirt on the back of your neck? My mother taught me to appreciate a job well done. If you're going to kill each other, do it outside. I just finished cleaning. And sorry, guys, my mother taught me about Jeanette. You're just like your father. And my mother taught me about logic. And this one, I think, is more than funny. It's true. Because I said so, that's why. Mothers are important, obviously. 
But the more profound question is, do you know anyone whose mother prays for them daily? Here's the story of Monica. Monica was born in 331 AD in North Africa, now called Algeria. As a young girl, Monica converted to Christianity. 331 was relatively new for Christianity. Her parents, who were not religious and not sympathetic to her new faith, married her off to a Roman pagan named Patricus. Patricus and his mother, who lived with them, were hot-tempered people and difficult to deal with. Nevertheless, Monica did her best to be a good wife and good daughter-in-law. While Monica's prayers and Christian deeds bothered Patricus, he respected her beliefs. And not long before his death, both he and his mother were converted to Christianity. Monica and Patricus, I'm just going to call him Patrick, Patrick had three children. Two of the children entered their religious life, Christian religious life, as young adults. The third son named Augustus. But Augustus was a challenge. By his own admission, he had a wayward youth. He had given in to all the pleasures of the day. But Monica kept praying for her son. Her watchful, prayerful persistence paid off when Augustus finally became a Christian. Monica lived to see her son baptized into her faith, and she died shortly after. What she did not know was that Augustus would go on to become one of the leaders of the church. We know him as Saint Augustus. From sinner to saint, because his mother prayed for him. Our text today is part of Jesus' prayer for the church. Jesus loved the church like a mother loves her child. He offered this prayer, this part of the text, just before being betrayed by Judas. Listen to the words. Holy Father, protect them by the power of your name, the name you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one. I will remain in the world no longer, but they are still in the world. I am coming to you, Holy Father. Protect them by the power of your name, the name you gave me, so they may be one as we are one. Jesus is praying in this prayer that they be unified into one spirit from them. He knew it would be difficult. There's the old campfire song, We are one in the Spirit, we are one in the Lord. That talks about what many churches are. But through history, we, the church, have also been known by our squabbles and our fights. But in John, Jesus still prays for the church that we will be one, be united in Christ. And 
If Jesus is still praying up in heaven, he's probably still praying that we will be one. We are united, first by what we believe. We believe in Jesus, and we believe that through Jesus and the Holy Spirit, we get the gift of knowing God and experiencing God. Some of us have experienced God in profound ways. Others are just yearning for an experience with God. But we are all united in the belief that Jesus is the way to God. And as we gather here each week, we hope, we pray, we look for the experience that God will make himself known to us. As I watch the church, our church, here, right now, I see lots of little acts of kindness done for one another all the time. Those acts of kindness unite us in our belief and in our love in Jesus. In our acts of kindness, we serve Christ. He is the inspiration for our lives. He is the living presence in our works that we call Christian works. He is the Lord and Master of all that we are and all that we hope to be. We walk the walk of Christ. Dan Walker says in a book, Reviewing the Gospels recently, I was astounded at the number of times Jesus sent his followers out to do something. I'm going to name a key word you think of the Bible verse. Go preach. Go tell. Go work. Go into the highways. Go to the next town. Go to the next country. Go to the other side. Go into the deep. Go into the streets. Go into the city. Go into the village. Go to the lost sheep. Go call your husband. Go make it right with your brother. Go and learn. Go quickly. Go in peace. Arise and go. Do you catch a two-letter word there that has a theme of go? That's a service word. That's a faith word. And we do those to please Christ. We serve one another for the one who poured out his life for us. That's our calling, to receive that pouring out of life. That's also our work that we do. We are the church, and we are to be poured out for the world. A young woman was joining a church, and the pastor asked her, What do you do for a living? And with a twinkle in her eye, she looked at him and said, I am a disciple of Jesus Christ, secretly disguised as a legal secretary. Our calling, a disciple of Christ. What we do, secretly called. Christ prays that the world, that the church would be united. Christ prays that we would believe. Christ prays that, our, that he would be our personal Savior and Lord. 
Christ prays that we are united in that serving. Christ prays that we seek to serve in what we say and do. All for the world. Just like a mother prays for her children, so Jesus prays for the world. We are to be united, called serving Christ. And so Jesus prays for us. The Celtic encircling prayer before a journey, before a threat. You draw a circle around yourself as a sign that Christ surrounds you on this journey or the threat that's around you. It's like the prayer of St. Patrick. Christ with me, Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ in me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ on my right, Christ on my left, Christ when I lay down, Christ when I sit down, Christ in the heart of everyone who thinks of me, Christ in the mouth of everyone who speaks of me, Christ in the eye that sees me, Christ in the ear that hears me. We are encircled by God's love. Whatever the challenge, whatever the threat, we are encircled. People of faith have always had questions, and you might say that Jesus would answer those questions with this. Pay attention to the story. There you will find the way, and there you will find the Father. Amen.